Hello everyone, welcome back to Minimally Edited. And today we actually spent 20, 20 minutes, 22 minutes trying to come up with a topic. Probably a new record. Yeah, for this episode. <laughs> and uh, we ended up settling on <laughs> the topic. But, uh, you've probably heard of the New York Times 36 questions that lead to love. So we're just gonna be going through some of these questions and answering them. Uh, and hopefully the answers will be interesting. Yeah, they're, they, they seem pretty interesting at first glance. I haven't read through all of them yet, but um think uh, it's not like about falling in love. I think I really love these guys. I don't really want to fall in love with them like any romantic <laughs> way. But I think it'd be cool. I feel like some of these questions I've never asked, like, um, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? You know, I've, I've never asked Chris that before. So I think things should be pretty fun to dive into. All right. I think we can just get started unless, yeah, we can do the other stuff at the end. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do we want to run through them? Or pick like interesting ones because I know they're split up into like uh, different sections. Oh, and, like sets. Yeah, yeah, three sets. Yeah, and they're supposed to get like more and more uh, like personal as well, by each set. Let's just like do like a few from each then. Yeah, let's, okay. let's give set one like the icebreaker ones at the beginning. Prime, let's do the prime numbers. All right, <laughs> all right. So let's start with two. All right. Would you like to be famous, and in what way? So it's a two-part question. It's a good question. Um. I feel like I've thought about this. I don't know how, how in-depth I've actually thought about this. I think, like, one, I've thought, of, thought about it in the context of being an athlete. I think it'd be really, really cool to be an athlete and be famous. But I, I think in other things, like, uh, or, like, being an actor would be really, really cool as well. But I think, like, being famous in, in the context of, like, celebrities that are, I guess, like, directly socially related. So, like, um, sports are a big part of, like, the social life of society and then, uh, like movies and like social media and stuff. I think it'd be more cool to be famous in like a like a niche subject, right? Like famous because you discovered like blank cure to some illness or famous because you run like a very successful hedge fund or something like that, right? I think it'd be really, really cool. I think A, because people are less like interested in pride, like privy into your own personal life. And so they're not like constantly following you around with like, like the bad parts of being famous, like people you know, mm. like taking pictures of you and stuff. And then at the same time, you have the added benefit of you being able to go like uh, maybe like into some place and then someone recognizing you and you could get like a unique perks or something like that. Be like, oh, like like you were going to the restaurant, your waiter knows who you are. Um, and the waiter is like, oh, I'll give you like a 20% discount or something. I don't know. On what do you guys house. think? On the house, on the house. I think uh, you had an interesting point about like being famous in a specific way. I definitely don't want to be famous just like broadly like super celebrity like actors or, or athletes yeah. i don't really want to be famous that way um i think there's a lot there's like significant lifestyle trade-offs that come with that in terms of like privacy especially tim ferris had this like a i guess it's kind of famous now but he, he had a remark about um how he like like buys like plane tickets and stuff like that and travels under fake names because mm. people have like he's had stalkers you can travel like under a fake name Tim Ferriss? Yeah. He's not even like insanely mega famous either. Yeah. Yeah. And th that's the thing. Like Tim Ferriss isn't super famous. Um, he's like New York Times bestselling author, um, podcaster, podcaster. Like one of the, one of probably one of the like top 20 podcasts in the Us world. Us in the future, right? you know. Yeah. Yeah. And he said like, you know, he, 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 there's legitimate fears for his like safety and privacy when he like kind of travels around the world and stuff like that. So definitely don't want to be famous to that extent. But I think it would be cool to be famous like in a super niche kind of area and maybe not famous in the, I guess the traditional sense of the word, but like uh, highly well, well known or like highly, yeah, highly respected in like specific field. And I don't know, some, some people that come to mind are just like these, uh, like 
on Twitter, there's like certain accounts that like, I don't know. I don't know if respect mm. is like the, the right word, but it's like, oh, like I really enjoy these accounts. Um, and I think it'd be cool to just be like, uh, have a cult following on like Twitter or something like that. Yeah. Uh, another thing I'll add on to that, it's like a, like a smaller step down is like even more niche. Like sometimes you'll hear names um, at school and be like, oh, I've heard of this person. They've done like blank, blank, blank. They're like, um, sometimes we'll refer to like the Mount Rushmore of X, right? Um, like maybe where you're in a certain club and you have like, some some alumni that is attributed to the club in a very very large way that has like lasting impacts years down the line and you'll say oh this person was on is the mount Rush, rushmore of blank club which i don't know be, be cool to be recognized as that mm-hmm. i don't know chris what do you think i think okay so josh i think you hit all the points that i was going to mention like um I've, I've like honestly thought like how different your life would be i think being an actor sounds really fun like all you okay all you're doing is making movies you get paid like millions of dollars for every movie and you, you just live your life as a celebrity but then like you, you always hear the stories about like how they're like flocked by paparazzis or like they, they they literally cannot live normal lives anymore which sounds really sad if you think about it the way and then also i agree with what you guys are saying about like being like not necessarily famous like but being well respected or being well known in a particular field i i think is is like bounds better also just because you get like that you get like the trade-off with um like people like if you know it's kind of like a, if you know you know situation where it's like oh like you're you're the super um smart scientist or whatever and people like who know you will obviously respect you a lot but like also you can live a normal life you can go to like the supermarket and stuff and not be flocked by people and stuff yeah i agree like me even being like an olympian in a very niche sport you know something yeah exactly like yeah so you like for example yeah i think it's a perfect example you have like a cult following for people who follow the sport like to them you're you're um they're lebron basically but then to everyone else you, you can you can still live your normal life i think that'd be like a, a really great like like the sweet spot basically all right let's go to the next one uh number three before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why uh i can start i guess uh i think i do i, I can't remember the last time i made like a telephone call that wasn't, you know, it's like call someone like, where are you? Um, <laughs> like an important non-trivial telephone call. Um, but I, I think my personality type is like the type that would um, just because it's like uh, just to cover all the bases, you know, it's like if something's important, if the stakes are high, you it may, I don't know, in my mind, it makes sense to run through things. Just do like a quick spot check, make sure you know what you're about to do. I yeah. I don't understand. I, um... that well, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, yeah, like like Eli said, I think there's, like, a difference. So, like, when I'm calling my friends, like, just the other day, I was calling some high school friends from RM, and, like, that was, like, a spontaneous thing. Like, I was, like, I'm going to call them and just, like, catch up with them and, like, see how they're doing now. Um, but, like, definitely when I'm calling someone important or if, like, for example, if I'm calling the bank about something, like, then I'll, I'll like, jot down some points and, like, make sure that I, I remember everything that I need, like, to ask them or, like, I don't know. Same, basically what you said, Eli. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I'll take this question like a different angle, like le- less on t- making a telephone call, but more like meeting someone in person, like hanging out with someone. And if, if I'm not like super close with this person, maybe like I'm grabbing coffee with someone. This is like actually something I do like all the time. It's like something I've really thought about. Like I will, like maybe it's like walking to the coffee shop or walking to lunch. I will like plan out what my first couple lines are going to be, right? Or like certain topics I want to bring up in the conversation, right? I, I think that second part is like 
pretty normal. People were like, oh, like this person, I want to hear about how this person did this in their past or um, like some interesting things that this person might have that you already know. But um, like something I will consciously do, and I think like most people should do if like they have any level of, I don't want to say social anxiety, maybe like like desire to come off or like give a, give a good impression. I think this is like a great thing. Um, and I think the thing is, or the things that I do are outlining like maybe a couple things that have happened to me like recently. And so like maybe I'm walking down to, to lunch and there's something that happened to me this morning. I'll, I'll like meet with the person and be like, hey, like guess what happened this morning? And I'll kick it off with a, like a very quick story and something. But that's like something I feel pretty, pretty strongly about. Um, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's something I think about. I'm curious, is this like for people, is this for like networking or like just like everyday like friends? Like if, if, are you talking about like if you're meeting with like, like a potential um, job offering or whatever, like, or is this just like for like you're meeting a new person all of a sudden? Like yeah, I definitely say both. Um, I think like for, for jobs and interviews and stuff, I think it definitely matters a lot more, like your first impression. Mm-hmm. But let's say you're just meeting your friend for lunch and you, you like have something, like you think about something funny that happened to you this morning and you really want to tell them, right? Just gets the conversation going. Um, not that like you might need it, but just like something cool to think about. Or if, you know, you want to get to know the person better, but you like don't know them that well yet. Um, I think this could also be a good way to like show off your personality a little bit, kickstart kick start the conversation, make it a little more casual. Um, but yeah, we can move on. Oh, I have a related, oh, okay. it's a related note. So when Josh said about like planning the first few minutes of a conversation, it's actually something I've been thinking about a lot, which is uh, if I remember or look back on, oh, is that backstory is uh, I have a lot of calls or just conversations with like people on the internet, like, strangers on the internet that I meet. And if I think about the most like interesting, actually no, interesting is a bad word. I shouldn't use that. But like the most fun conversations, like I think fun is a better word. Yeah. Okay. Right, so the conversations I had the best time in, um, I was trying to figure out like, oh, what 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 is common between them? And my theory that I haven't completely settled on is I think the conversations are best when um, you're not, when one, you don't really know where the conversation will be like two, three, four, five minutes from now. And this is the second one is more important um, when you're not like actively thinking about where the conversation will go next. You're not really planning. You're just kind of like in the moment. Yeah. Um, so there was a conversation I had earlier in, in March but this, this is just a random guy I met on the internet. And it was like a very, very it's a great conversation. And how it started was I did a little quick like introduction. It's like, oh, thanks for whatever, taking the time. And then I, I said like, uh, oh, I, I read this thing a while ago where um, this guy said, if you read something that you like from someone that you like, um, you should reach out to them, let them know because it's, it's non-trivial. It's like, it's a legit takes a little bit of courage to put something out there so you should let this person know we appreciate and he was like oh that's interesting that's that's a like a cool reason to reach out and then we just started the conversation off but he asked me uh, what's like the worst piece of advice you've ever received and this is like kind of like non-standard question right and yeah. it led to a very very fun conversation afterwards what what is the worst piece of advice you've ever received oh okay uh what i told <laughs> what i told him was um okay when i ha- i feel like i haven't had like a too many failures in my life Mm -hmm. and i also haven't just like had too many pieces of really really bad advice but the what i told him and i think is kind of advice is um when we were swimming i think there was a lot of emphasis on like if you work hard like you will do well right like kind of there was a lot of emphasis on the connection between hard work in practice and then like dropping times and meets i think for me when you're younger like when you're 10 or 12 even 
you can drop it's feasible to drop time every single time you swim because you like you, you you're growing really fast um but then you just kind of stop growing and it's a lot harder to just consistently drop time and i think that it like messed with me just uh not working really hard and then not dropping time and then it turned into like oh like self-sabotage just like um i would uh give find myself excuses so that you know, I could come up with a reason for why I didn't drop time that was outside of, oh, I didn't work hard enough or I'm yeah. just like not a good swimmer anymore. That's like a story for another time. But yeah, that's what that's what I said. Yeah. All right. We can move on to the next one. I think uh, let's let's skip around a little bit. Okay. I, I was eyeing uh, one that was I thought was pretty interesting. Okay. Um, so number 11 is take four minutes and tell your partner. Okay. I guess you guys are my partners. Uh, your life story <laughs> in as much detail as possible. And I, we, I don't think we, that's like kind of a lot of work. I think uh, like a cool spin on this would be like, if, if there had to be like a movie summary and like maybe like one sentence about like your life thus far, like what would it be? And I, I guess, I, guess I was like thinking about this. Okay, like, sure. I can yeah, start why don't you start? Um, <laughs> one sentence. <clears throat> I was thinking like... Can't be a run The whale sentence. plot. No, it, it, can, it can be. It can be like, it doesn't have to be a sentence. It's like a phrase. You can be a phrase, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure phrases are shorter than sentences, yeah, yeah, right? Sure. It could be okay. like a drawn out phrase, run on sentence. <laughs> um... Oh, wait, wow. about yeah i was thinking about this I don't know. This is a little, a little more difficult than i thought i'd say like fat funny asian kid <laughs> fat, fat funny asian kid from suburbia maryland turns wait that's mine country uh country college student in investment banking it was pretty okay. good <laughs> I think I think that's like a that's like you just said the the beginning you said the or, place of origin and like the destination but the movie is about the journey right okay so it's like, oh I mean I guess yeah, it's a way to wait. draw someone so 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 what would you say yeah mine is so bad well I haven't had the same time to think I don't know it'd be like Eli's just a guy you know and that would be it just the guy yeah, making his way just a guy with a blog just, uh, Chris. Uh, I mean, now I have to think. You, you, you stole the first half of mine, so. Um, <laughs> oh, and then, um, and then I have a spin for the three of us to come up with after after you go. Mine is literally just like, dude is learning how to be independent and is making friends along the way. That's my life story so far. Nice. Okay. This. All right. Uh, my my spin was. <laughs> my you already is, spun it well if we had a do like a very quick like one one liner for um for us three as like a like a combined story oh, what do you think what do you think it would be well it sounds like you've been glow up of the century glow up of the century actually glow up of the century i can see that <laughs> <laughs> um, i feel like we were if if i if i had a like imagine a picture of our lives so far it would be like a, what are those like, um, you know the sea creatures that have like the big, like sword thing that has the three spikes. Trident. The trident. trident. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's like a trident, right? We all, I feel like we all started on pretty similar paths of our lives, right? Like, uh-huh. like even though we didn't go to the same schools, we we're like you know public schools, um, magnet schools at the end, uh, you know applying to college, swam, you know to kind of hang out with the same people, blah blah blah. And then like college happened and I feel like it, it just like we diverged. And so maybe it would be like <laughs> the trident of like our paths or something. 
Okay, let's, <laughs> All right, right, let's move on. To set two, to set two is a little, little more interesting, uh, or a little more deep. Um, there's a couple cool questions. I don't know. Do you, do you have any? Do you have any? One that sticks out. Sticks out. Let me read through uh, this. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? It's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Chris, you want to go? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like we haven't gotten to the point where it's like you can definitively say like this is the greatest accomplishment of my life. But like maybe maybe so far, I guess college is pretty big. Just like being in college. Getting into college? Like, you're getting into college. And and also like the fact that like you we're, we're, we're finishing our second year of college, I think is pretty, pretty momentous because like college is really important in, in our lives yeah. like so far. It's probably one of the biggest things. Yeah, I think that's like very dependent on your perspective, I think. Like uh I think for a lot of people in the world, that would be like a huge accomplishment and like people should be very proud. But I, I think for like for me at least, I feel like everything in my life have, has kind of pushed me in this direction, right? Like mm-hmm. um it was it was almost a it's given sort of like, like expected. I, yeah, it was like almost a given that I was gonna get to my second year of college. Hmm. Um like yeah. within the first couple of years of my life, right? Or not like you know what you know what I mean, right? Like it was predetermined. <laughs> Um, and so like, I don't know if I consider that accomplishment. I feel like accomplishments is, should be something that like you do outside the scope of what is already predestined and predestined for you. Okay. Makes um, sense. that given, <laughs> I don't know what I'd say. <laughs> I know like, uh, like th- my friends and I always joke around about like how I always wanted to work for this one particular bank. Um, and I ended up getting a job there. Uh, and I think this is similar to the college point where like, maybe it was predestined that, you know, like I follow the steps and end up with achieving that goal. But I think I'd consider that a pretty big accomplishment, um, even, especially considering that like luck play, plays such a big role into, into, into that. And there's like the luck surface area idea where it's like doing okay, times not... telling, <laughs> yeah. but you know, like <laughs> I would consider that the greatest accomplishment. Only real right. listeners know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, this is not like a virtue signaling, hum, trying to be humble. I don't know if I have any like legitimately brag worthy accomplishments that that you you could call great. But I'll just take a spin on this. You know, it's like a, in my mind, like a, the one of the most significant accomplishments in terms of what it did for me was a uh, so winning this debate tournament my senior year of high school because I think it was like a up until then I had just a. I had a lot of uncertainty about, you know, if I was actually like good at debate, I think I had like some amount of success, like, like definitely above, like an above average amount of success. Like mo- other people would probably look at me. He's like, Oh, he's like a pretty good debater. Maybe not like one of the best ones, um, but pretty good. But I always had this like feeling like looking at the, how my rounds played out, listening to other people. Like I always had the sense that I probably could have been like a top, top five in the country kind of thing. And then going into my senior year, we won like a, multiple tournaments. And there was this one in particular, I just felt like so locked in, like it just you legitimately felt like unbeatable. And I think post that, it was like a real validation for me of like, oh, like, you know, like you, you maybe previous years, you didn't have the success that you thought you would have, or that you thought you deserved. Yeah. But like now you do. And it's like, a, what you thought, you know, you thought that you were could be like top five in the country, whatever, like standard. Um, and like, that was kind of validation that I was. So mm. I think that it like did a lot for me mentally. I don't know if it's like a it's like, it's still like, it's like it's a debate tournament. Yeah, it's an right? accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's like a very important accomplishment moment in my life. That's interesting. Uh, I never really thought about that. Like, I, I think like for each of us, we've had one, at least one like very big win, like big W in our life that like gives us the confidence to like, 
be the people that we are today, right? Like uh-huh. be able to people to like operate and kind of go on our lives as we are. And so like, I'm wondering, like, let's say like for you, it's a debate tournament. Um, for Chris, maybe it's like swimming relating, like getting into college or like getting into college, right? Or with swimming um, could be like yeah. the one big W that gives you like the confidence that you're like, oh, like helps you overcome that imposter syndrome. Uh, I'm curious, like, do you think that if we didn't have that one big W, we'd resort to the second biggest W as like, as like the, the motivating factor and like the confidence booster for us, or would we just not have that confidence? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I um, feel like I think it's different situations for for each person. Like for me, if I didn't win that tournament, I don't know. I, I, I the, the the thing that when you said about imposter syndrome, I kind of felt was real. Like uh, I think like looking at it, I think I actually was like a top five debater. But up until then, like my results didn't really show that. I kind of had the sense that I was, um, but I didn't really know. I was unsure, right? Because I didn't have the results to back it up. I think if I didn't win that tournament, I probably just would have won a later one. Mm. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I think it's just like, yeah, I was just going to say, I, I I think what Eli said was, is right. Just like if, if you didn't have that one win, I don't think that would have like completely destroyed your confidence or anything like that. Like you, maybe you would have just won somewhere else and then treated that as your greatest accomplishment. Yeah. I think for me, like, I, I feel like I don't really take rejection that well. Like L's mean a lot more than W's to me. Uh, so I, I don't really know. I feel like, I can't really pinpoint like a specific moment, maybe like getting into to it and like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. was a big W for me, like in just getting through college. And so like, if I weren't able to like land one of those clubs, like, I don't know where I'd be. So I don't know. Something to think about. You want to pick another one? Sure. Chris, oh, this Chris, is a good number. Oh. Seven is a good one. All right. I think. Um, and there's variations of this, but it says, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living and why? But okay, so to preface, I think all of us would change drastically how we were, our lifestyles and just like how, what we would do if we knew we were going to die a year from now, right? Yeah, like stop going to class, like. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just everything. Yeah, I, would I would literally stop yeah. college and go like. like any type of long-term semblance of, yeah, long-term. So I think um, maybe a better number is seven years. If you knew you were going to die in seven years, how would you change? Like, I'm sure it would change, right? But um, you probably, maybe you would still finish class, like school, right? You yeah, maybe, yeah. I, I think I so. I see that. Yeah. I also, like, think, like, maybe even in two years, like, would you really want to drop out of college? Like, I'm thinking about, like, right now, what makes my life so fun and what I'm, like, the happiest about my life? Uh-huh. It's, like, hanging out with, like, my college friends. Yeah, no, like, I know. Even, but I'm saying, like, a year from now, like, you, you wouldn't be going to class. Like, maybe you live and stuff, right? Like, true, but true, you wouldn't true. be wasting your time doing, like, homework, right? Yeah. If you knew you were going to die a year from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so let's let's say seven years. How would you how would you change? I think I'd go through school. I don't know. I think, I like, think... we would all probably say the similar things, right? Like, spend as much time with our friends and family as possible. Like, and then travel. But, okay, how about this? Like, outside of that? Yeah. Like, you, you mean? Yeah, but how, how about this? Like, how would how would your, your current, like, kind of life goals or, or medium short-term goals? Because I, I know we all have, like, career kind of oriented goals. Like, how would those change for you? Yeah, they'd probably go away. Would you still work the... Mm-hmm. Probably not. You wouldn't work. Seven I don't years think it's though, worth like, it. Yeah. Seven years. Like, how I would you support yourself? My parents probably. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is assuming I think, that yeah. Any, like, uh, let's say, let's say the economic, the you still have to worry about the finances. Uh, you, you know, yeah. Let's say you still have to like support yourself. Um, I don't know. I, I'd find some kind of job that gives me the minimum amount necessary to like travel the world, probably. Or like, uh, or find someone that has like the funds to fund my travels. I don't know, Chris. I was gonna say, I think 
if you were given seven years, like obviously, um, like finishing college is like something pretty momentous that you can accomplish. Like that'd be like one of my goals, I guess. And then after that, I like your career path is basically derailed. So I think instead of doing like what you originally planned, um, I'd probably switch over to pursuing a passion, basically like spending all my time pursuing a passion and then basically just die doing what I love doing. And I don't, I don't know, just like, I haven't, I haven't thought about like what career that would be, but ideally like that'd be enough to support you. Hmm. I think, I, I don't know if my career would like, I don't know if I would feel the same, like get derailed from my career, like just long-term career mm-hmm. goals. I think I would probably like fast forward a bit or just like find a way to mm-hmm. like, accelerate it in that sense. Um, I feel like like seven years is enough time to, you know, make something meaningful um, in terms of like what you want to do with work, work-wise. I think there's, it's like, there's more than enough time. I was listening to a podcast that had a similar thing. These, the, the hosts were like 27, 28, um, and then the, the year was two years. So it's like slightly different. Um, and I, one of them mentioned in terms of like traveling the world and stuff, he was like, not, he doesn't, he's not completely sold on traveling the world, but he did say like new, like novel sensory experiences. So like skydiving, uh, like like scuba diving, yeah, omakase, yeah, yeah, that that kind of stuff. And I I feel like I, I buy that. Um, I think those would be interesting to like worthwhile to experience before you die. Like these kind of like yeah. at this extreme sensory feelings. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to be do that by myself though. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. it's like the people in that places thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um it just it just be like a time period where you can't like say no to things like if, if anyone invites you to do anything like you you're more inclined to like agree because like you know you won't experience it later on maybe you should start living your life like that now i don't know yeah there's there's another interesting um peter theo quote which is uh something along the lines of why can't you achieve your 10-year plan in, in six months i think it's a it's a very good uh, thought experiment to run yourself through what are your 10-year plans and why, why can't you do it in six months or like what parts can you achieve in six months mm. and i think that a lot of the times um we like kind of trick ourselves into thinking that these things are actually super long-term when they're not yeah yeah that makes sense all right chris do you want to pick one yeah i'll, uh, I'll look through them are we still picking from set two uh, yeah we need one more in set two okay i guess we'll just do um if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? It's a good one. I think uh, there's a logistics here that I would want to know. You know, it's like, uh, is this the only time I get to talk to the crystal ball, or is it like I, I have it permanently and I can come back to it? Let, let, let's say you can only ask it ask one thing. Now. You can ask it one truth. Only one thing, or is it like uh, you have an? Because yeah, because if, if you could ask it, if you could ask it infinite questions, then there's no rush about anything. You can ask it anything right now. This is this is the one. The well, one I'm just question. saying, what if you have ten minutes with it? The one minutes. question I would ask okay. is, who is my soul, oh. soulmate? Oh, I said soulmates aren't a thing, you dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> and then it says soulmates aren't real. You wasted like, your question. Uh, something, something along the lines of like, you know, like who, who am I gonna get married to? Like that. No. Oh wait, no, but those no. are different. Like, who's your soulmate and who you're gonna get married to is different. You think so? Well, it's a crystal ball, right? So you can ask it, "Do so I get married to my soulmate?" And then it can say yeah. yes or no. <laughs> it's like no. You'll be it's like, so tough. No, and then you're like, ah. Oh, oh, I, I don't know if I would want to ask that. Okay, I'll yeah, maybe don't want to know the answer to that. Who is my soulmate? So you know, no, no, no. And then okay, so it gives you like a name, and then what if like you just never meet that person? Yeah, then oh. then you'll spend okay, the rest of your life looking for her. Who are you gonna get married to? And where can I meet? Where can I meet? I don't. I would want to meet. You try to accelerate the process. Person I get married to as soon as possible. This, this is the end goal, in in my question. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. 
Oh, you could also ask like uh, what stock is going to 200x. Oh, okay. I think that's, the, that's the, honestly, that's probably more worthwhile. Like who you get married to, it's like, it'll, you it'll know, yeah, it's going to happen, right? It's like, I think the money stuff is. <laughs> all right. What if, all right. What if, what if you can't ask it anything for like personal gain? Like you can only ask like a, okay. like a truth. Oh, then, then maybe, so. maybe some like type of a question that uh, like a, like a blocker for scientific progress in humanity. And just be like, what's oh, the so like, what is the cure to cancer or something like that? Some, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, and like, they give you like some very, very complex chem- chemical formula. Like, oh, oh, yeah, I wish we have. I wish we have it. Yeah, write, it have write it down it. or something. I like can't. It's crystal. yeah. Write it down. Just record write it. Down, something like that, and then uh, and then tell whoever needs to know. You know, I think that that, that would also be pretty high ROI. Um, I probably wish for more then, genies or something. Wish it's for not. It's not a genie. It's the truth. I wish. I wish for more genies. Okay, then what if you like take out like uh like remove the ROI aspect, right? It's just like a curious fact. Like maybe how many uh, times have I burped in my life? Or like, somebody, like, or like who yeah. killed JFK? Was it really the? Oh yeah, yeah. You should definitely ask like who who Jack the Ripper like was or what's in Area like, Fifty One, that kind of thing. Are aliens real? Something like that. Like, I definitely want to know. Who's DB Cooper? DB Cooper. Um, all right. I would for curiosity maybe uh, something conspiracy related. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Who built the pyramids? Uh, now? Really, you're not interested. You wouldn't be interested in that. No, I don't really care. You don't really, really? care. I feel like I feel There's like about okay, history that if some of them were. If some of them, were I, real, I think I think something cool, like cooler would be like, um, what's my most said word? It would no, be like it would be like no way. Like, There's I, no way you would. There's no way you'd rather know that than than. Okay, yeah, maybe. Okay, what if it's yes? What are you gonna do about it? That'd just be sick to know. I'd be walking around, be like, whoa. Be like, okay, what if they say no? Now I'd be like, ah. Fuck! I should pick a different one. I want to pick one that I kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I've, if they say no, that'd be tough. But yeah, all right. Let's let's go to set three. Um. Okay. So set three is supposed to be the most intimate, deep. Oh my god! Some of these are pretty interesting. Um. Oh, how about this one? I like to ask this one to people. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Honestly, I think we might all have very. We might have similar views on this. Someone want to go first? Uh, I think like uh, physical disabilities that uh, I feel like <laughs> he, he really stopped himself when he said he said not 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 all physical like, disabilities. I honestly, I, I legitimately think that any anything is up for grabs when you make jokes about it. It's like obviously there's a way. Yeah, to be there's tasteful, a way to do right? that. Yeah, there's a way to be tasteful. I'm not saying so. When I say that, I don't mean that any joke is okay, right? I mean that like any. To- I don't think there's any topic there's like that's timing. like there's no topic that's 100 percent unequivocally off limits. I think that's my uh, that's my claim. There's no topic that is completely 100% off limits for jokes. Dang, so mm. I'm not silent. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was like a, a super racist, super, super 9-11 No, no, no I'm uh, saying the joke. The, yeah, like the topic. Jo- what topics, you're saying is like the topics of no, racism and no, the topics of uh, like 9-11 and terrorist attacks should, like there's, there's a way to be funny about it, right? Yeah. And, and um, right, like, yeah, I think I agree. You think so? Like, if Dave Chappelle gave a joke, uh, yeah, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> a ton of people, a ton of stand ups like people living off of racism, exactly like, jokes exactly, about racism, exactly. right? I mean, it's like usually Dave Chappelle, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't okay, I, I'm inclined to agree. I, I'm racking my head of, of different topics. I feel like any if you come to any topic, you can probably imagine like a tasteful scenario, maybe, yeah. but like maybe like uh, in the ter- in, in context of like from like one person to another like mm-hmm. serious individual trauma i think 
Oh yeah, maybe if it's like, like a having, very personal, like, personal you, like like if you have like a very very bad trauma in the past, it's like off limits to talk. That, that's like that's like the, what, I, what I'm thinking. Okay, um, cool question. I thought these were supposed to be deep. <laughs> okay, here's here, I want to ask this one. Number six is when did you last cry in front of another person by yourself? Oh, Chris, <laughs> muted. He's talking to someone right now. All right, we'll I, I can answer. Right, I, I remember first. talking to this to my friend like a little bit ago. The last time I cried in front of a person was two years ago. It was the f- it was like a couple of days before the first day of uh, college, uh-huh. and my parents had come to like they came to Austin to move me in. We like went to Costco and to uh, like all these different stores to buy like supplies and stuff for the for the school year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the day the day bef- the day of my parents' flight, we were like walking around campus. And my parents had dropped me off to go like play spike ball with my roommate and his friends. And my dad's like started crying. And it's like the first time I think I've seen my dad cry in like mm-hmm. very like recent memory, right? Like I haven't seen my dad cry in his freaking so long. I can't, I can't think about the last time, right? Um, and my mom, you know, my mom, like I I'd, I'd deem her to be more emotional, but she wasn't crying. She was making fun of my dad. My brother was <laughs> laughing. Um, and then, you know, just seeing my dad cry, like really made me cry. I like thought about like, uh, like if I was, like, I remember texting a friend, like, oh, like, I don't know if I was, like, the best kid, right? Like, my childhood is over. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the moment where, like, I was, like, oh, shoot, right? Like, maybe I could have been better in my childhood, blah, blah, blah. Things are okay now. But, um, yeah. By myself? No idea. <laughs> what? Is, like, a, no, no idea. idea? No idea. Um, By myself. Probably, like, like in a high school relationship breakup, probably. Chris? Or I can go? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. For the by yourself one is actually interesting because um, if you don't count like movies, I actually can't remember the last time I cried by myself. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a very dude thing. Yeah, that's true. Oh, this is a side tangent, but um, my friend once did a survey about like asking people how often they cried, and it's it's uh, I was actually very surprised that like a lot of girls cry like um, it's like multiple we, well, times yeah, a week, yeah, yeah. which is like we it's do. like interesting. Like I didn't I didn't know that, but um. Last time I cried in front of another person, let me think. I think it was... Sophia cried, cried last night because the food was too spicy. Okay, that's, just, <laughs> that's like a physical reaction. <laughs> um, I think it was actually in front of you guys. It was like uh, three years ago. Oh. Yeah. Chris, you're muted. Dang. Wait, dang. Three years ago? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm different. I'd I, I be, I be in tune with my emotions. I feel like... You hella in tune. When I, just have like, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think... I know I definitely was really upset when I when I didn't make the IV team this year. So I went back to my room and I was I was feeling pretty down about myself about that. And then I yeah. think I called um I think I called my girlfriend and then I was just like explaining everything. What about in person? In person? In front of another person, I mean. Oh, that's probably been a while. I don't think I've I don't think I've cried in front of another person at school. Probably over the summer sometime. Probably yeah, mm. that, that definitely 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 uh with my girlfriend. Because we we uh. be having those emotional conversations. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what we need. You know, we need a girlfriend to tap into our emotional side. No, I, I think like like I recently watched a very sad movie, Suzume. It's an anime movie, but it was, it was very it was like very very sad, dude. It's freaking probably is a really good movie. Uh huh. And like I've noticed this, like maybe so no tear was one, shed. No, no tear was shed. One, one other time, like where I I think like any normal person like I, I think I like should cry. Like, uh-huh. I, I want to cry. Maybe, uh-huh. Like maybe even I don't know if I want to cry, but like like crying wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But um, it just doesn't come out. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
I think I probably cry pretty easily for movies. Really? Maybe not easily, but like uh, it's like it's happened it happens it's not like super rare you know yeah. it's like a sad movie i'll cry yeah um, like choke up I mean. yeah no but i mean like a, it's not like uh so like tears running down uh, it's like a, the, if the eyes well up a little bit you know and uh, like uh, you blink a lot and then maybe your eyes feel wet it's like that kind and like your throat hurts a little bit is that crying i counted as crying oh well then i have cried for the movie oh, but okay. i don't, I don't, I don't want to cry like, there's no there's not a single tear filled on my face and i don't think oh, that's like the that's definition true. of crying. oh really not okay single, then that, in that case that's just like feeling sad bro Oh, shit. No, it's what? Yeah, no, like, actually, you, you choke up wait, a little actually, bit. Yeah, that, I think okay, so. That's, Chris, what do you a, think? It's a revelation for me then. Wait, then I feel like I haven't really. It's been maybe a, many years for. A what do you think the line for for a cry is? I guess the word is. I get emotional watching movies very easily. Yeah, that's probably. emotional. Get, it's a, and the sadness is an emotion. Okay, okay. But cry, there's gotta be a tear, dude. There's gotta be like movie esque, like one tear rolling down one the tear. side of your cheek, followed by another. Maybe. That's probably happened this year. Some like. sniffles. Watched a couple movies. Some tissues. You don't even need tissues if you cry like that. No, there's, not even, there's no water to wipe. All right. Okay. All right, what about this one? Number two. Complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. Actually, no, maybe this hits too close to home. Let's do a different one. Um, <laughs> let's see. A hug. It's <laughs> too close to home. <laughs> sometimes, know. dude. Sometimes I just need a hug. Honestly, some of these are like I don't I don't know like uh, these are very romantic. Yeah, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make one final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Okay, should we do a childhood home or school apartment? Let's do both. Okay, Chris, go first. Um, uh, let me think. I I mean, I, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything with like insane sense honestly this is a bad value. question i think logistically it's be like it'd be my like a laptop there's like oh yeah like, i mean it'd be something that's like yeah here. like your phone it's my golf clubs okay it'd be the only it's one item only yeah. one club nope the golf bag containing the clubs no no <laughs> it broke the rules everything inside no disappears. i'm sorry all right golf clubs okay golf clubs. makes sense it's like a it's like an roi thing you know but it's also like they mean a lot. I think. I think they mean a good amount to me. There's sentimental value in the clubs. There's a certain amount of sentimental. Okay, interesting. Okay, yeah, that's that's a bad question. <laughs> um. Okay, here's a little little more lighthearted. Um, tell your partner something that you like about them already. Oh, I feel like we've done this before, in the episode one. Yeah. Okay, we can do it mm. again. I, I don't think there's there's any limit to compliments, you know. All right, so you guys can go first to talk about me. <laughs> All right. uh, let's go in a circle. Let's go in a little circle. I'll do Eli. Eli will do. No, no, Chris. no. Just everyone do everyone else. So. Yeah, yeah. But then we'll okay. do, rotate okay, back sure. the flywheel. Wait, which one is this? Well, okay, um, well, this is number seven. Oh, okay. I'll check out. Eli, something I like about you is how thoughtful you are, uh, and uh, it sounds like it's like very thoughtful is like a I feel like very elementary way to describe this. But you're a very well thought out person. Like any specific topic, you have a um, like a really cool perspective on. You're not afraid to call out like when you don't know something, and it's very intellectually honest of you. Oh. So very, very, very. Um, I like that a lot about you. 
Oh, shit. So, so, I actually, I appreciate that because I think... Um, and I know that's something you work on. Too. Yeah, at least part of... I think at least part of those things is like uh, intentionally cultivated. And you pride like, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, <laughs> you know, pride yourself sounds bad. But it's like, I try to be like that. Okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. Freaking nerd. All right, go. Okay. You can go Wait, I, I, I want to go for Eli. I want to go for Eli. Uh, Eli. Oh. <laughs> I think I've told you this before. I think... I always think... <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Well, I'll just do Eli first. Um, I, I always think of Eli as like someone who I consider like embodying what I would say is like traits of an ideal ideal guy or like an ideal man. Because he's he, you're, you're super There's independent, which I look up to. <laughs> you're super independent. Uh, what I mean by that is like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, ev- like everything I think about, like I can't think about anything negative. Like I just think about like I my, my mind always just like wraps around um, when you did your Portugal trip and you sort of just like were like, I'm going to do this trip and then I, and then you got it done. And that, that was kind of crazy to me, like how, how you set your mind to do it and you did it. And then also like just like the idea of like traveling there by yourself in the beginning and living there for a while. That, that That's very commendable in my in my opinion. Yeah, no, that's that's also something. I don't know if that's like a intentionally cultivated, but it's like a lifestyle that I, I try to live where it's like, a, mm-hmm. yeah, you bridge the you're gap. Very, you're very true to, yeah, you're very true to like yourself in that way. And that like you, you have like certain hobbies, you have certain like things that you will always uphold that's very respectable i try to like i think the lifestyle that more people should live or stick things just good is like to bridge the gap between having an idea and like making it real and to like make that gap as like small as possible right like ideally in an ideal world you have an idea and then it becomes real right i just mm-hmm. think there's like some you should mm-hmm. there's things you can do to like kind of train yourself to yeah uh, yeah practice that i can go i can start with chris um i think maybe uh it's like two things but like kind of related i think one is like uh chris has like a very like good like positive attitude about things it's like uh it's like he's like a like a very i very rarely see chris like mad i don't actually honestly golden retriever energy yeah yeah but like yeah sure that's like an elementary way of putting it i'm very but i've honestly i don't think i've ever seen chris mad like i think he's i think maybe the better way is like a like a kind heart in a sense that like sees like good things in every single person. And I think maybe like me and Josh are a little bit more cynical mm-hmm. and people are just like a quick, quick to judge. Love talk shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. And I don't, Chris doesn't, Wait. Chris doesn't do that. I think like there is like, a good stuff inside. Uh-huh. Uh, I was just about to say, so like, remember how I said that um, I was catching up with my high school friends. So I was basically like asking them, I was like, man, I, I, I wish I was involved in more, in more beef in high school. Cause I feel like I, I sort of drifted through high school without like, without ever getting like, I was sort of like, I, I never, I never knew what was happening in the circles. You know what I mean? I was, I was kind of doing my own thing. And like, maybe in, in, in like everyone who I talked to about this says like, Oh, that's like how you want to like go through high school. Like you don't want to be involved in the beat. But I, I, I always found it like interesting to like be involved, like in the heat of the drama, like everyone is talking about you, like, Oh, like you and this kid have like a feud or something. And then like people pick sides. I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting. And I, I, I sort of like missed that aspect. <laughs> No, I think I think Chris has a personality that's like very difficult to hate. Mm. I don't really know anyone that dislikes Chris. Can't really think of Hopefully. Anyone. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that, that that's the, the main thing is like uh, being able to see like the good things in everyone. Um what was the second? Did you see uh, I guess they were combined. It was like the uh, first okay. one was more gotcha. general, like positive. I think I've refined it. I think the more refined version of my thought is like I was <laughs> being to see the, the kindness and like good stuff in everyone yeah i definitely agree with that um i think chris like a good way to put it is like you care a lot and uh it's like it doesn't matter what it i'm is. an empath, I'm an empath. 
now. <laughs> Something like uh, okay. very strong empathy. Yeah. Is that what yeah, empath yeah. is? <laughs> no, that's like the meme where it's like, uh, I can't think of an example, but no. It's like the work that you do, you care a lot about. Um, the people that you like interact with, you care a lot about. And, and I think it's very, very evident in like how, how often you follow up with people and um, the, the care that you show towards, you know, different things that are in your life. Um, and I think on top of that, uh, like on the work aspect, something I, I really, really, really like about you is your, is that like, how do I put this? You obviously have a lot on your, on your plate, right? You're like, want to go into med school. First of all, that's crazy. You go to Ivy league, you know, you're trying to maintain a four O um, at the same time, you're a student athlete, you know, swimming countless hours. Um, and I think it's very, very, very easy to let that be like the only thing that you talk about, right? Like if I, like me, like me personally, like if I were you and doing the amount of things that you do, I would not stop talking about it. Like I'd, you know, I don't know brag, but like, I'd, you know, complain about my friends and, you know, tell people about like the stuff I'm doing constantly. Like I, I you know, you know, I love talking about myself. I do the same thing. Um, but I think like you have so much stuff to talk about um, and to be like very prideful about, but like how humble you remain despite having all that stuff going on in your life is very impressive to me. Um, and it is something I think I should adopt more. Um, so love that. Well, that, that that's, that's so funny. Cause uh, my, my thing for you, Josh, was that I, I, I really admire your, like your ability to branch out. And like, I, I, I see all these amazing things that you do and, and it makes me like, it like sort of drives me to like want more for myself in a way. Cause I, I see like you, you, you like Eli in that, like you, you set your mind to like do something and then you get it done. Like what, um, when I found out that you got, um, your junior year, like internship thing, that was crazy to me. That was like, like you literally, you literally spoke yeah. it into existence. Yeah. Like everything, everything I, 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 was leading up to it. Year, right? yeah, it was like, lucky. yeah. Yeah. And it was, and it's, it's like insane that like you were able to follow through. Like that's like super, that's like a super good trade, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's an underrated aspect. Like you might not appreciate that because you were just in the thick of it the whole time. Mm-hmm. But for, from our point of view, it was very much just like uh, you freshman It's super year, satisfying. Where, yeah. Or just be like, oh, it's like, like satisfying to see. We knew you wanted to do like investment banking, but we weren't, in my mind, at least I was like, oh, like this is just one firm, right? There's like lots of firms. Yeah, yeah. Like, but then but you, like, from our point of view, yeah. it was like, this thing we didn't take the specific firm too seriously you know we just be like oh like he wants to do this investment banking yeah. and a year later it like actually happened it's just like pretty cool and it ha- yeah exactly it's like that, it, it's uh-huh it's so like satisfying i was gonna say it's so satisfying to see like everything come to fruition and like all the steps that you took were like leading you in the right direction and then you like when you got it like and then it was like it, it was like we like Ela and i like felt like rejoice in it like like we, we felt like we were part of this <laughs> kind of i don't know it's just that's super crazy yeah. to me. I appreciate that, guys. Yeah. All right, so all right, so I have to. My thing for Josh is, uh, so I, I think I've talked about this before. I wrote about it in the the last thing that I wrote, but like um, a trait that I I value a lot is like open mindedness. How I came to value that is like through you, Josh, and I think uh, it's like you, the star example of an open minded oh, person, like in you. in the way that I want, right? Like open minded means different things to different people, but I, when I say open minded, I mean in the sense that you are. Um, I think like very open-minded to experiences, very open-minded to like to do, doing things, open-minded about meeting people. Um, there's like a, like a youthful curiosity. I don't even know if that's the right way. It just youthful. sounds cool. Nice. But um, I, just whatever like open-minded you are is like, it's like uh, from spending time with you, this is I've come to realize like, uh, I think this is like the most, one of the most important traits to have in a person, like for me personally, you know? Um, so yeah. Thank you. That's it.
Okay. We can finish this circle jerk with another question. Uh, and we can, I guess we can make this a last. I don't know. Do you, do you want to pick one? Oh, it's pretty long recording. We could just, uh, like 40 minutes. Do you want to share the an embarrassing moment from your life? Oh, I'm sure we have, I'm sure we have a lot. <laughs> I have an embarrassing moment, but I don't, I don't want to tell the world, you know, it's like <laughs> the partner, your intimate part of your life. Um, Oh, we could we could end it with this. Okay, <laughs> this is like all right. The, the question is similar, but but I think you, this is different than uh, what do you value most in a friendship, right? No, no, I'm saying this is like our first episode. Okay, sure. All right, the question is what does friendship mean to you? It's like a throwback to episode one. We just talked about uh, how do we make friends, but I guess the, the context of that episode was different. It was mm-hmm. like a discussing another podcast episode. Yeah, yeah. This I, I think this is a good place to end off. What does friendship really mean to you? Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Do you guys want to take it off? Start it off. Yeah, so I wrote a whole blog post about it. <laughs> no, I think, uh, but but a lot of the stuff I said, I think I, I believe in. It's like uh, friends are, are aspirational in the sense that, like, I don't think friends are people uh, that is like, oh, you have, an, you have a, it's kind of contradicts what I said about open-mindedness, but I think in general, it's like not, not a good idea to have some criteria for friends and then go seek out people. I think it's better to like, to to be more unconditionally accepting of people that come into your life and just see see how it happens mm-hmm. but i guess the friendship is like a i think i like the way i described it in what i wrote is that a, like there's this journey of life right and on this journey you know that like oh things will happen to you that are important and meaningful to you and you'll change and you'll grow and like you'll learn and evolve and, like friends are the people that you most want to be like accompany you on that journey mm. so yeah I think that's a very uh, beautiful way of putting it. I don't know, like, if I have a better way to put this, but like, is <laughs> just like the friends I want to have are people that I want to spend like an unnaturally large amount of time with, mm. and, and I think that like the closest people that I feel that are to me um, are people that I've spent like days and days on end, just like wake up in the morning, see them, spend the entire day to sleep, knowing that I'm just like hanging out with the same person the next day. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's super valuable. I think you learn a lot about a person by spending that much time with a person. It's like almost as like you and the other person are dating, right? It's like, it's like, it's crazy how much uh, like amount of time that we spent together. Like even just like us three, like it's absurd how much time we spent together. But like that, that's like kind of where my head's at. Um, it's just like those lifelong relationships and the family that you don't really choose, right? Or the family that you do choose. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't choose. I was going to say, um, I think to me, super important is two things. Like, obviously, loyalty. Like, you want your friends to be always there for you. And, you and you, of course, like, you'll always be there for them. And, like, you want them to be, like, people who you can entrust with, like, sharing things, venting, whatever. And then another thing that's, like, I think is actually underrated is, like, People who make self-deprecating humor or like the ability to like make fun of your friends also is, is really important in my opinion. Like, that is very like if, if, if they're not like getting offended by you, like joking with them or like if they're able to make jokes about you also and you're not and you don't feel hurt about it, then I think that's like that's a good testament of like real friendship. Yeah. People that don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. All right. Should we wrap it up with some some thoughts from the week? Yeah. I, I This is like this one thing is like um, – not thoughts of the week, but uh, something like uh, I've noticed in the past year more than I have my entire life. And it's been like the transition of mentors. Um, so like growing up, this is like something I might, I might want to write about some someday. But um, growing up, our mentors were like our coaches, right? Like I played, we all swam, right? We were little, but I consider like our early coaches 
um, like huge mentors, like had a huge impact on our lives. Played lacrosse. Coach has definitely had like lacrosse and hockey definitely had a huge impact in my life. Um, but then as I grew like grew older, um, noticed that like the mentors became closer and closer in age to me. And uh, if you can remember, like like during NTG when this is like the swim team, uh, like freshman sophomore year, I remember this this one time where we're learning how to do a crossover turn. And I remember specifically like Connor and Andre um, staying after practice for like an extra 15, 20 minutes, like staying in the shallow end of the pool, just teaching us how to do like crossover turn. Right. And I think that was like the first time I would be like, wow, like these guys like actually care about like, like in reality, like if anything, we're competition to them. Right. Um, but like, why are they taking time out of their day to, to like sit down with us? I guess that's what's like bob up and down with us to help us learn this like one technique. And so like, and then from there, you know, our, our relationships like bloomed, we became super, super close friends with them. Um, and so like that sort of mentorship was like at that point in my life. And then, and then in college is like very similar, I think, like in the professional um, kind of landscape, the people that I trusted most for like decision-making of like whether I should do A or versus B, um, I'd, I'd reach out to like maybe like one year above me or two years above me, people that have done like similar processes or had similar situations in their life. But then I think like, going like forward into our lives, like as we graduate uh, college um, and through the next couple of years, I think we'll see like the the spread start to widen again. And we'll see like the mentors not only be like, I think we'll, we'll consider the people like maybe one, two, three years removed from us, more similar to us. And the life experience that we actually value are people that um, have done it like several, several years ago. Um, and so like maybe like people in the 30s, 40s. Um, so mm-hmm. just a quick thought. Yeah. I- I want to kind of add on to that, actually. You got me thinking about, like, how I agree with everything you said. Like, when we were younger, we saw, like, these certain people as mentors. But, like, now now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like we're sort of becoming, like, our own mentors in our right. And that, like, we can start mentoring kids below us. And, like, obviously, like, this podcast has been really helpful for, like, Josh's brother or Eli's brother or, like, anyone else who, who listens. And, like, I was just thinking about this because uh, so our, our, our mutual friend, we have our mutual friend, David. He's He's, um... He still swims um, back home and like he's been coming to me a lot and like asking me a lot of questions about college and like because uh, he's in the process of like choosing what school he wants to swim for. Right. And just like I don't know, it, it just sort of hit me one day that like he, he probably sees like us, like our class uh, um, as like mentors to him. And like and uh, I don't know, I just I was just think about like how, how we're sort of becoming mentors also. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, it's interesting that the, uh, the shift it's not a very clear shift to like when you become a mentor. Yeah. I think just, uh, from mentee to mentor. Yeah. Yeah. It was, there's not like a, can't really point and be like, Oh, this is when it happened. Yeah. It's kind of, a yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like same thing, like in school now, like notice that I've been more, especially like now that I'm kind of done with college and like, a, in some <laughs> kind of way, uh, definitely want to spend a lot more time doing the things that the upperclassmen had done for me, right? Like mm-hmm. holding my hand yeah. through recruiting and, and prepping me and like helping me craft my story, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. yeah. Any other thoughts? All right. One is, uh, I brought this up at the beginning, but um, it's from a tweet that I did. Uh, and the tweet is, I can just read it. It was, uh, J. Cole got it right. The ultimate life goal is to be an angel investor, exclusively investing in your friend's ideas. <laughs> I think this is very true, actually. Like, uh, so his song, like, I can't really say the lyrics, but the the, the general <laughs> sentiment is that uh, you know, he made it, but uh, it's it's no use because his friends didn't make it, and the reason his next mission is to like just help his friends win. Um, 
I think that is like the the ultimate middle child, right? Middle yeah, child. yeah, from middle child. I think that's the the ultimate life goal. It's like uh, for for me at least, I would definitely want to be like uh, get to the point where like I'm successful enough, and then I just like exclusively help like bring my friends like outrageous mm-hmm. ideas to life. Like not just like just like their regular goals, but like the outrageous ones, the ones that they don't really think have yeah. a chance. Just like to, to help them with that. That'd be cool. We were talking about this earlier, kind mm-hmm. of. We're like um, saying that like we're like, what's the best framework to come up with a startup idea? Uh-huh. I was telling you like, oh. I'd love to invest in your startup oh, one yeah. day. <laughs> Would be pretty cool. Um, I think like, I think that one reason, maybe like, I don't know if this explains why, like uh, this is like a pretty easy idea to get behind. But like, I think becoming friends with someone gives you very, like a huge insight into like how they work, like how do they think, what, what, what things like actually matter to them. Mm-hmm. And like understanding that gives you an insight into whether they'd be successful in some kind of like, uh, like entrepreneur like a standpoint that you don't get from like a like outside like external like angel investor or vc like just looking at like a person maybe like a 20 minute presentation that they give you and then uh like just like the overall idea mm-hmm. and i think that is like a big proponent of mm-hmm. why you trust like your friends more than mm-hmm. like some random person from harvard or, yeah makes sense yeah even yeah. though you didn't go to harvard yeah. <laughs> makes sense yeah uh, on that note i think there are also um there's some people that uh at least for me, I just feel like I know they're going to be successful. Like they just got some some the dog mag- in them. No, not even the dog. It's like some <laughs> magnetic quality in them that like you just like you interact with this person. And like oh, they're gonna be like whatever they set out to do, they're going to accomplish it. Yeah. And yeah, I would like if that person had a uh, something to invest in, I'd definitely like invest. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. Anything else? We can wrap up now. This is probably going to be the last episode. Oh yeah, yeah. we should give um, that update for yeah. for maybe like a month until June. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna be out of, out of the country for for a good in chunk Asia, of time so in the Asia. Time zones are it's going to be difficult to record, and you probably won't have time to record anyway. But in the meantime, we'll we'll be brainstorming, bringing mm-hmm. back some fire content <laughs> next <laughs> next. Yeah. Um, I can release then, a in between episode. Yeah. It's like a some something I recorded with a friend. So okay. just me and him talking. All right, yeah. As like a filler. It'd be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, let us know if you guys have any other other topics that you'd love us to dive into. We, we love hearing, um, I don't know, feedback, suggestions. No, no one's ever, uh, no one's ever DM'd us or emailed. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, this yeah, is your so. sign. I, my friend actually texted me today saying that like we have a really cool dynamic. Um, just want to let you guys know. I don't know if that's true. Maybe he's captain. <laughs> But I think we have a pretty cool dynamic. I think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good episode. Um, we'll see you all next month in June. But uh, until then, everyone enjoy the month of May. Happy. Oh, happy Asian oh, American Pacific. And, and May also, may, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th oh, be with you. Yeah, yeah, so Asian American month. So Asian American uh, Pacific us. Islander month. Should leave a Venmo link or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How come the Venmo keep missing? Why don't Venmo not hit yet? Give us $8.88, please. All right. Bye, everyone. All right. Peace. Bye.